Welcome to the Motivation Movement. This eight-part series will take place over the next four weeks and is designed to bring you high-level conversations about what it actually looks like to embody advanced energetics in your life and business. Join me as I explore the concept of motivation, alignment, and momentum with my team and a panel of incredibly embodied individuals who are living what they teach. These conversations are the definition of noteworthy, so please grab a pen, grab a notebook, make yourself comfortable, and let's get lost in this conversation together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Energetics of Everything podcast. Today, I have my entire core team here with me today, and we are going to pretty much just have a conversation and discuss our most recent launch and what went so well and what made it so different behind the scenes, like some of the strategy things that we did, but like what made it so different from previous launches that we've had, because I think all of the girls will attest to this. It was just so different and it felt so much different. And yeah, so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about human design. We'll talk about just how we use that in our business. And it'll give you guys a really cool sneak peek into team EC and what this looks like and how we operate. So we're going to have everybody just introduce themselves really quickly, but everyone, thank you for being here. And Allie, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Ali. Um, I manage the team and I help a lot with the marketing side of things as well. So like marketing strategy and all of that. I'm a 2-4 emotional generator and I am located everywhere. I'm basically pretty nomad. Hey everyone, I'm Haley. I am a 6-2 Manny Gen and I'm the creative director on the team. So I do a lot of graphic design, kind of decide where and when things get posted, when it happens. Um, and I'm from Calgary, Alberta. So represent Canada, baby. <laughs> I'm Jessica. I am a 2-4 sacral manifesting generator. I, um, and I'm in Alabama right now. Um, and I do a lot of the customer relations, um, stuff. So I'm answering emails, answering DMs, doing a lot of the backend stuff, um, transcripts and podcast editing. I'm Kayla. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and I'm doing copywriting and content creation for the team. And I'm a 6-2 sacral generator. And right now I'm living in Victoria, BC. So I'm right up in Canada with Haley. Yay. Yeah. So we're a little bit all over the place and it's really fun to, I feel like a lot of us are in different locations sometimes when we're on calls and we're, we travel a lot. So it's really fun to just like see, see everyone all over the place and kind of come together and create this magic. So I love that other than Jessica, who's my sister-in-law, I have not met anyone else in person. And I know we have that planned for later this year. And I'm just so excited to see um, like how that intimate connection can be deepened in person. But I feel like we do such a good job of like, I feel like all of you are my friends. And I feel like even if we weren't in business together, I could be friends with every single one of you just like, Hey, you want to go get your nails done? Like, let's go shopping. Let's, let's just hang out. And that is just such an amazing energy to have in a team, in a team, <laughs> I think. So yeah. 
let's just chat about, I actually want to start with, um, so I'll start with like the, with the energetic resumes, we put these together and it was just such a beautiful unfolding of like us responding. If you pieced it together, we're all generators and manifesting generators in this core team. And so we have a lot of sacral energy and we do like, we create a lot of content. We, we really create a lot of content here. And I think that watching how that happened and like how everything unfolded with the energetic resume launch versus positions to profit, which I'm pretty sure we released almost a year ago last summer and just like the difference in content. So I, it's been about a year since I've been pretty obsessed with profiles and I was diving deeper into the profiles and I wanted to share how that content applies with positioning yourself on social media or in your business. And so I created a masterclass on it. And for me, I guess I'll share my experience with the positions to profit. And then anyone else can just like jump in and share like what you experienced from it. So I had this idea and it was like, it was so good and it made sense. And I forced it because we didn't have anything to launch. We were kind of in a position where I was like, okay, I need to be putting something else out there. We need to make sales. I need to be paying my teams. There was a little bit of stress. There was definitely that shadow of force there. And it like the content just wasn't quite coming together. But in the back of my mind, I just, I just knew that like, there's something here. And so if I kept focusing on it and kept working on it, like something was going to come through. So it was pretty frustrating for me um, because we put it out there and then sales were really low. And then also just like the feedback that we were getting was like, yeah, it's good. And like, it makes sense, but I was kind of wishing for more. And so getting that feedback, like is, of course, I'm going to not acknowledge the frustration and be, be frustrated. Like, yes, I put energy into this, but I also want to look at the bigger picture and see like what, what else is going on here. And so what I've realized, especially from working with you guys is I can't initiate and I can't jump into an idea the moment that it hits me. And I think that's what happened because we actually used like the content that I wanted in that program, it actually ended up being the foundation for the energetic resumes. And like, I started with this spreadsheet and I'm taking all of these notes. And I feel like all of you guys were very confused at where all of this was going. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm making a new thing. I'm like updating this product. And then I'm like making a spreadsheet and everyone's like very confused with all of the information that was going into it. But it turned into all of that content on profiles that we got to include in the resumes, which then just like inspired and flowed into everything else. So yeah, that's my brain dump at the initial start here. <laughs> and then I'd love to hear like, what, what did you guys notice and what were your experiences with, um, with the positions to profit masterclass that we did last year? Okay, I can go <laughs> in terms of like the marketing um, aspect and everything. I think it was because also just how you felt that there was that guilt of like, oh, I need to, I need to launch something. I think that everyone felt because I think the synchronicity of our whole team wasn't there yet. We all felt like individual pressures on our own selves. Like for me, I was like, okay, in marketing, I need to do a better job marketing. And it was more of like an individual pressure. So it was like, okay, now we have this masterclass. Let's just like push it through. And it wasn't so much in flow. It was more of like, we have to do this thing or we should be launching something. So we launched it. And then obviously seeing in contrast of energetic resume, it was just a flow. And it was so much more of like, each one really in their zone of genius and like trusting in that space um, more than before when 
me and Haley, I remember for Precision Profit, we didn't even really speak that much about it. And so it's crazy to see the communication back then and the communication now and like how in alignment and how on the same page we are. Um, because obviously there's like so much more trust build and there's so yeah. much more everything. <laughs> I love that. Haley, what about you with positions to profit? Yeah, I was just, like just to echo what Ali said, like it's so interesting. I guess our team was really just like coming together. A year ago seems like so long ago. So I'm like trying to remember <laughs> things. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I felt like, you know, it was very much an individual pressure. Like I felt like if, if social media wasn't performing, it was like completely on me and we never really, we didn't have calls as often. So yeah, the, you know, increase in our communication and just the flow of like, just the business I feel like has changed mm -hmm. drastically. And I think that largely that's because of the amount of trust that we've built with each other. And that comes down to you, Eden, because you really let us shine. Like you, you know, we had like separate, I feel like after that launch or like close to after that launch, we had separate individual calls about like our roles and, and responsibilities and such. And the first question you asked is, what do you want to do? What lights you up? Like how, what feels good for you, you know? And you really like brought that together for us. So yeah, that's the biggest difference I, I would say. It's like, just like really ironing out our strengths and like our desires on the team as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And not just, you have to do this and like, this is what you need to do. You would kind of like, yeah, you asked yeah. us what we wanted. And then in addition to that, like you use our human design chart to kind of like pull out our geniuses as well, which was mm -hmm. the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm glad that's <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened to you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you. I'm so happy love that you. I'm, I'm so happy to have you in my world. We don't need to get, we, we do this every single call. I know. <laughs> literally every call <laughs> we just gush over each other. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a beautiful space of unconditional love. Yeah. And reflecting back, just like hearing what you guys are saying, um, about a year ago, I like my mentality around leadership was very much, I have to have the answers and my shadow is always like, I have to have everything ready and I have to have thought of everything before I'm able to inform because informing and then like getting asked questions and being in that energy of like, I don't know. And feeling that pressure of like, I have to figure this out. That feeling of like, I am unprepared. It's probably related to my fear motivation. Um, but that is really uncomfortable for me. And so when I had, you know, new people on my team and I'm learning how to lead for the first time, it felt like, I was bringing people on and like hiring them. I needed to have a very specific role for every person. And so it felt like I had to figure out exactly what I want people to do, give them very specific examples and directions for how I want it done, and then make sure that they're doing it and checking in on it. And for me as an undefined G center, it's so hard to do that because I don't even know what I want me to do. Like, I don't even have a sense of direction for me, let alone trying to figure out all of those details for everybody. So I would put off calls until I was like, okay, I've gathered all of this. And you remember some of the first calls where I was like, okay, here's the plan and here's the structure. And here's all of these, like all of these workflows that I have built for you and created for you that were actually probably a hindrance to your own creative flow and creative process. But I felt all of that pressure of like, I have to make sure that my team feels supported. And I was trying to figure out like, 
okay, I felt like you guys needed me to create the clarity of, I need you to do this on this day by this time. And like, that's just not how I operate. (laughs) And so, yeah, go ahead, Jess. I was going to say that there's definitely a lot of confusion. I feel Mm -hmm. like, like that time around where we, like, I know I was like kind of confused in my role. And like, like Haley said, like we went over all that after, but I felt like I was confused, like, okay, so what exactly am I supposed to be doing? Like, okay, I know that we have this huge outline, but, like, what exactly does this mean? And I don't think that we had, like, we didn't have, like, the team report where I just felt like I could reach out to anybody like we do now, where it's, like, I don't care what time it is. Hey, Allie, uh, <laughs> I need some help. <laughs> hey, Haley, I don't, I don't get this. Um, yeah, so it's just it's just been completely different, like, this time around. I feel like everything was so smooth sailing. We knew exactly what we were doing. Of course, there was a little bit of confusion at the beginning, but it's like, hey, let's hop on a call and let's figure it out, rather than, like, a year ago where it was very much so, like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm, like, too nervous to ask, so I'll just kind of do what I think I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really broke the ice. <laughs> Okay. So Kayla, you were not with us at that time for positions to profit, but I know that you've kind of been, been in the world. So I, from almost actually from like an outsider's perspective, have you seen any major shifts from like a year ago to when you joined the team? I think that I, it's kind of hard, you know, from the outside perspective, because obviously with social media, like we share things and then there's so much going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. But it's interesting that you talked about this offer because I don't even remember it. <laughs> if I'm being <laughs> completely honest. And like your like your Instagram is a page that I go to. Like obviously, like we're friends, like I work with you, like I go to that page. I literally do not remember this <laughs> offer, if I'm being honest. So I feel like I think what I love really is that I, and you know, my, my experience just working in the corporate space and like becoming an entrepreneur and then joining the team like this spring, like early, I guess it was April, 2022 coming onto the team. And then obviously we're talking about this synergy and this like chemistry and communication and like love for each other that we have. And I think that that was so refreshing, but I knew, I knew that was possible because of how I learned about human design from you, from SSCC, and then just like connecting with other women who were support coaches in SSDC, like I knew that these kind of team dynamics were possible. So mm-hmm. it's like coming onto the team, I think it was just really refreshing. So that that's kind of what I can share from my perspective of like outside in. I love that you don't even remember it. <laughs> like I, I, I was just like, <laughs> when I know when you guys are talking about this, I was like, I don't even know what they're talking about. So I'm just gonna <laughs> going to use my open throat and be completely transparent that that's, that's what happened. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that that is such a testament to like, like we don't, we don't offer that masterclass anymore because like, because of the feedback that I got, like, of course I, I made the slides and I went over the, I went over the outline and I went over, like, I did all of the things that I always do when putting together an offer like that, but the energy was just not there. And so what we've learned about my creative process and like what I've learned from having you guys reflect this back to me, which I think is so huge for 
it's so huge for me to have people to be able to like reflect back to me, um, my process, but we have like with my triple split, I get that initial conscious sacral response. I'm like, Oh, this is really exciting. I think I want to work with this idea. I usually inform you guys at that point. So this is a big, this was one of the biggest changes was letting you guys in on like the ground level of decision-making and instead of like, because I had a lot of guilt for any time I didn't have clarity. And so as an emotional authority and what all of you guys understand now is as an emotional authority, 80% of my existence is uncertainty. And like, I have no idea and I'm confused and, you know, I, I, but it needs patience in order to actually come up with that clarity. So we respond, we get really excited about something. I bring it to you guys as my community. I usually bring it to like my coach as well and my husband, just so that I can get those multiple perspectives on and like talk about it with multiple people. That helps my emotionality be kind of come conscious and I get more aware of it. But we will respond to something, we'll have that idea, we'll talk it through. You usually give me a couple of days and then I'm able to come in with the clarity of either like, yes, we're doing this, this is how it's going to look or no, it's not the right time. And so with, um, let's see, with the, with the energetic resumes and everything, it actually initially started with, we had a bunch of questions or we get like some consistent questions with what was the business blueprints, but now we've decided to call the coaching blueprints. And so Jessica actually put all of that information in a document for me to go through and see if like, I wanted to tweak anything, if I wanted to edit anything or add anything. And I was like, oh, I want to add this content on profiles that was going to be in positions to profit, but like needs I need another go around at it was essentially what it is. Like there's, there's something here. <laughs> and so at that point it had been, it'd been like eight months since that, that initial hit of inspiration to dive deeper into the profile specifically with like the roll gates. And like, since that was the initial starting point. Um, so yeah, we responded to that and it came up with like, I just started writing and I was like, I think this is going to be something entirely different. And then I just kept writing content and you guys were able to like create things <laughs> along the way. And then it turned into, I was like, oh yeah, we're, we're doing like a pre-sale of this. And I was just so focused on, I see this idea and I want to get it on page. And like, that's all I was focused on and all I was lasered in on. And for me, it was very much like, I don't know what the heck is going on with sales. I have no idea. Like I know we're promoting it, but I don't know when we're promoting it. I go on my Instagram and I'm like, cool. There's like stories that are happening. I don't remember like even having a conversation about stories, but like, of course I'm glad that there's things happening. And then we had like to date, like it almost matched our highest revenue month ever and it wasn't like, we did not go into that with the intention of like, we're going to hit this goal. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have this big launch. It was very much like Jess said, oh, maybe we can, like, we have some time to work on this this month. And then it turned into like this snowball that then became the energetic resume. So yeah, that was my experience with it, but I'd love to hear just like, how did you guys feel during that creation process and during essentially the entire month of May? Was it May? Yeah. May. <laughs> anyone I mean I can talk about it for, oh Haley <laughs> no no you go girl <laughs> okay I oh my god um so yeah I mean I think that one of the biggest things with this one was that we allowed it 
to have its space for the offer to turn in, into whatever it wanted to turn into because I think like none of us really knew exactly what it was going to to be like right and it was just like you kept just writing and we kind of helped you also stay in your zone of genius which was the creation part and took like part like all the other things away and we're like okay there's information that we have what can we do with this information and honestly everyone was just so excited about it that that excitement just built up to like okay what would be like the the best way to launch this and it was just so like the offer had a like an entity of its own that wanted to be launched and we just had to tap into it we're like okay yeah. so like what would it look like to for it to be like super fun to launch and i'm like we could do pre-sales you know because then it'll also give you space to create the content let it like take its own role and then we just kind of went for it and it was very very much like responding to everything like mm-hmm. it, this would happen and we're like oh my gosh the pre-sales are here so then we're like wow what if we just send this other email about this other thing because we were just responding to what had happened right before and it was very flowy and I remember we had like a call after and we're like wow that was like it just felt like wow we just went through a whole launch but we didn't even notice and I kind of noticed that yeah like I'm very satisfied with that but we're kind of tired you know like we're like wow we did so much but it was so in flow and so in alignment that it was just I've never experienced that before (laughs) yeah yeah Ali you really summed it up perfectly like that was it was such an exciting time because Eden at that time you were channeling so much information and just to give the listeners a little insight on like how we operate um meeting wise we have bi-weekly meetings with Eden and then we have or bi-weekly like um business meetings with Eden and then also bi-weekly um, masterminds with Eden. And then we have our own like without Eden group calls like bi-weekly as well. Hopefully you followed that. That came out <laughs> all jumbled, but maybe you get it. It's about a call um, a week, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm only on two of them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we would hop on our like little mini team meetings and just like go off about all the new content that we're seeing in the Google drive and like, just get so excited and just like basically creeping on what Eden was doing and then pulling like what we could do to support her in that because she was so dialed in and like focused on, on, on getting all of this out and like getting it all out to you guys. And that's what was so cool also about having Kayla on the team this time is she has an open throat, which really helped like just channel what everyone was feeling and, you know, organize our thoughts and our, um, just like expressions of what was, what Eden was creating. I hope that made sense, but yeah, Yeah. it was, it was cool having Kayla on the team this, this time. Kayla, how did you feel about, um, this, that launch? Well, I love that I was invited onto the team and then I joined and it was like, just right away felt at home. Like it just felt like I've known everyone for years and like obviously didn't, haven't met any of you in person yet. And so I feel like for me, one of the things that I love is that especially like right before a launch, we come together and we have, you know, Ali kind of brings all the thoughts together that define Jean is like, okay, like this is what we're doing. Like this is Asana. She goes in, she puts all the things in Asana and then we know what we're doing. And it's like, we just, we go through the flow And I love that. I feel like my undefined route is like, okay, I'm going to do all the things. And then you see me write like an insane amount of content, but it was really, it was really easy. And I think one of the things that I really loved that I think kind of comes from like a corporate trauma background is like when things started to feel overwhelming, 
we could talk about it and be like, okay, this, like, I'm feeling a little bit too much here, a little bit too much here. Whereas in the corporate world, it'd be like, Hey, you're getting paid a set amount a month. This is what you're supposed to do. Even if you're doing more, you're working overtime. It is what it is. That's your job description. So you're going to do it right. Where I feel like we don't have that on our team. Like it's very much like, how can we constantly support each other to be able to be in a creative space? Because you, you can't force creativity. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously we have structures in place so that you can focus on channeling and writing a ton of content and, and just wisdom. And then, you know, I also love that I have the freedom to like, Hey, I'm going to like binge six hours of work and not work for two days and then do this. Like, it's just, there's so much fluidity. And I love that we were so adaptable as a team. And then sometimes we'd like, go and create something new because we'd have an idea and it was just it it was just very flowy and I really appreciated that but we also have the ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. because one thing I noticed too I I used to work for a tech company and like if anyone's worked for a tech company like it never stops it's always like update every two weeks okay more growing the team more like it literally does not stop and that's why there's so much burnout and so when I look at our team and it's like okay we had like this really big launch in May and it was so fluid and it was great and then we kind of like like relaxed a bit in June and now we're like amping back up in July and for me that makes sense that feels human Mm -hmm. so that was that was my experience I love that anything that you want to share Jess or you good on um what I was gonna say is like with the launch I feel like the excitement from the audience like Ali said that like really helped us because like Mm -hmm. you were doing your thing with the creative thing we were like okay let's try to make this as smooth as possible and I feel like the audience also made it like super super like easy because they were so excited and everybody wanted more information and it was like and then you seeing that it makes you feel even more creative and it's just like we're all feeding off that energy like that super high energy and yeah I um I think it just it was so smooth super flowy super smooth (laughs) Yeah, it was the smoothest. It was it was the smoothest launch we've ever had. It was the smoothest month I think we've ever had too. And I think just like I'm trying to figure out like of course me, very very sixth line I have to do it and then look back at it and analyze the absolute shit out of it so that I can figure out exactly what's happening. <laughs> um but in my like analyzing I don't remember when exactly we started our monthly mastermind calls, but it's, it's been a couple of months. It's been several months. And I think that that was, that was a huge turning point. So I kind of came up against like a, for me, it's always a trust issue. (laughs) It's it's always a trust issue with my six line. Um, yeah, it's like my evolution. So I came up against this trust issue of like, okay, I, I see the vision for like what team can look like. And I know that it can feel flowy and I know that it can feel amazing. And I know it can feel like a sisterhood. And I know it can feel like we are all collaborating on this mission together and it can feel bigger than me. And so I knew that that was a possibility from looking at our, looking at our Penta chart, looking at like all of the things that I know, I'm like, okay, we have the mechanics for flow here. And so I just wanted to kind of just like get to know our team dynamic a little bit better so that I could figure out a little bit more of like how I can support you guys, because I came up against this, like, okay, well, if you're not essentially going all in on your team now, like you're, are you waiting, are you waiting for something else? Like, do you want to let any of these people go? Like, and then I was like, no, obviously I love every single person that's on my team. Like, no, that's not it. And so I had this moment where I was like, okay, then why are you not giving them everything that you can? 
And part of giving them everything that you can also means trusting them to do their job better than you can do it. And so I had to come across against this, like, it's not my business. It can be ours. And there was this huge fear of if I let my business grow beyond my capacity, then if something bad does happen, I'm not going to be able to keep things going. And so I had to kind of come against this, like, yeah, my life and business can depend on other people and I can depend on other people. So it was all of these trust issues, but then we decided to like the mastermind calls, I think are so helpful. And I I hope they're helpful for you, but they're really helpful for me (laughs) to just like see where you are and see like what you're, what you're wanting and what you're not wanting. And so I've been exploring my, my wanting view a lot too. Um, And so like, that's something that I, that I notice in people is like where there is, it's almost like I can see like what you're receiving and like the capacity for what you want. And I can see if you're allowing yourself to receive what, like all that you want or just a fraction of what you want. And so I like took a minute and I tapped in and I was like, okay, where would I like to be more supported? Do I think that there's room for that? Do I think that these are skills that my team currently has? And like, is the potential there? Do I need to bring anyone else in? Just kind of like playing with all of that. And I realized that like, no, you guys are in my world for a reason. You specifically, every single one of you came into my world in a very like divine way. And I was like, okay, cool. I just have to trust that everything that's here is like, it's safe to trust it. And so as soon as I was like, okay, cool. It's not just me. I'm going to let this be bigger than me. And I'm going to make sure that like, I cannot do everybody's jobs that felt that gave me like the comfort and the safety and the security necessary to start almost like playing with your potential as well. And seeing like, okay, here's what you're doing. And here's what you have experience with, but you have these gates. So like, why are we not utilizing these gates? If the trade is there, if it's like, you have the potential for it, it's something that you're naturally really good at. Why not give you the opportunity to try it just because like, if it's a task that, or if it's, I don't know, it's kind of a responsibility that we have room, like someone on the team needs to be doing it. And I don't want to be doing it just because you've never done it before to me is not a reason to not let you try that responsibility. And so I think as soon as I started looking at it as it's not that I have to create a set list of expectations for you to come in and say like, cool, I can check off these and then go, I can say, and it's very much like the creative process. I don't have to define it. And if I don't define it, if there is just like this creative entity and energy and presence then you can all communicate with that mission too. You can all tune into that creative project and like you can see what's happening, you can feel what's happening and you can respond to it. And so I started to just play with like, how can I make the positions on my team almost like an incubator for your purpose? As soon as I started looking at it like that and seeing it as like really like this incubator, like this garden, I'm like, how can I like pour pour my wisdom in there? How can I get some sunshine in here? Like, what do they need to, to grow into a space where you're confident and comfortable? One, communicating with me, two, communicating with each other. And then three, just like asking for what you want and being willing to say like, I do want all of this and I'm going to let myself receive all of it from this team. So yeah, that was my, that was my big shift and what I had to kind of, kind of go through, but I'm so happy with how it's all turned out. 
yeah. I do just want to pop in, and I think that all of us can see that shift. Like, we, as a team, we feel so comfortable, like, coming to you and, like, about anything. And I feel like we talk about this all the time. Like, you're, like, you're unlike any CEO. Like, it's just the way that you run the business and the way that you, like, manage us as a team. Like, mm-hmm. you truly do care as, care about us as people, not just as employees. Like, yeah. you you want to know what's going on in our lives. You like, you're constantly like trying to better us. I just, we're, we're all very grateful to be on your team. Thank you. I'm beyond grateful to have every single one of you on the team. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about communication. I feel like communication is, um, Kayla, you had your mic on. Is there something you want to say before we dive into communication? Yeah, I just wanted to echo what Jess was saying, but also I think that if anyone's listening to this, whether you're running a team, like an online business, like brick and mortar, whatever it is, I think that that piece of really treating us like individually and really looking at how you can like honor us and our gift has us feel more confident naturally because it's like, oh, I'm actually really good at doing these things. And then it doesn't just feel like we're here doing a job, you know, or like, oh, she needs these things done. It's like, this is actually what I'm really fucking good at. Like I'm, I'm doing this because I want to, because I'm good at it. You know? And I think that that's, that's something that like literally any person can listen to. Cause we don't see this enough. You know, obviously I come from a corporate background. Like I've worked so many jobs. I'm a six, two, like, don't even ask me how many different experiences I've had until I was 29 years old, but there was a lot. And so I just really think that that's, that's, that's so important. I think that's being underestimated and people aren't really realizing the significance of that. Like when you actually empower your people as who they are as a person, not just, oh, you're good because this is the job that you're doing. It's like, what do you actually care about? Like what's actually going to support you? I think that is, that is literally the foundation to having like a successful business. I love that. Allie? So I was going to chip in on that too, because I think, well, if anyone's listening to like everyone that is listening, um, we literally gush over this like 24 seven, our boxer chats are like half of our calls are always like, oh my gosh, I'm just so grateful for all of this that's happening. Um, but I think that one of the things that, I mean, maybe that shift that you had to just created this bond between us. That's like family-like or like, maybe it's also my 3740 <laughs> talking where I am like, so um, you're like so invested into other people's like well-beings too. And you want to support. And it's so much bigger than that because obviously you see that eating gives so much as well. And you, it's almost like just this family thing where you just want to support. You don't see it as like a job, like I'm helping this person out. Like you're literally like, of course, like the energetic <laughs> resume, even first we should all give thanks to Jess for putting those together. Um, she's literally like superwoman. Yes. Um, yeah, she's literally amazing. But just seeing how all of us kind of like jumped in to, to see how we could support, how we can do it. And no one really saw it like as oh, what, like that's her job or something like that. You know, we all wanted to kind of help out and see and and explore. And I feel like even people also, you guys want to see like the funnels and like how landing pages work. Like we're all kind of very interested in each other's work and well-being and all that. And I think that's so important. And I don't think that's being done in the corporate world where yeah. you genuinely feel taken care of, but like to a personal level <laughs> where it's like so much deeper than just like, oh, I hope everything's good at home. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking back, I didn't realize how much um, like my perspective coming into a space, a space of leadership was really conditioned by like traditional corporate, the traditional corporate world, even though I haven't really worked in that space. Like I had a couple of jobs in high school, a couple of jobs while I was in college, um, but I don't feel like I've ever had a, a real career. I mean, I, I worked as a registered nurse and used my degree for six weeks. So I don't feel like I have that like career to, to kind of bounce off. So I was studying a lot of things in leadership and I was trying to figure out like, how do I lead a team? And everything that I was saying is like it, it, everything that I was reading was saying that you have to, you know, support your team and the way that you support your team is make sure that expectations are clear and make sure that, you know, roles and responsibilities are really clear. And the more I tried to do that, I felt like the worse our communication was. And so as soon as I kind of threw away, I'm like, cool, I'm going to stop trying to figure out everyone's roles and responsibilities. I'm going to stop trying to make this like a hierarchy and make sure that everyone knows exactly what to do. And I'm going to stop making it so that I'm like I can see the progress for every single task on Asana because like, really, I don't need to know. Like, I do not need to know if you're in progress or if you've um, like, it, yeah, if you're in progress for like a two versus a three, like there's, there's metrics that we can look at for tracking what you're doing, but a lot of it was unnecessary. And so I started reading about like, why do a lot of people, like, I feel like everyone hates their jobs. There's, there's tons and tons of people who hate their jobs. I'm like, okay, why? And so I looked back at like, what did, what was I frustrated with in the nursing world? And it was that there were so many rules. There were so many steps. It's not just give the patient meds. It's check the meds six different times. You have to read this. You have to scan this. You have to scan this. You have to chart this. And it was all of that extra, like extra work that really is just proving that I'm doing my job that was the most frustrating. And so I was curious, I was like, what if we, like, if we take some of that away and I just give you this ability to like trust, like, what did I, what I want in that position too? And so it was kind of scary because I was like implementing and embodying like these energetic practices. And I'm like, cool, we're going to base this off of human design and it may not work. And I don't really have corporate experience to like fall back on. So I'm just going to try this and see what happens but it really did create, um, like, I would like to say that it's an employee first f company. And I, like, we, we've pushed back the launch that we're doing by like a week and a half now, because like we set an original date. We're like, yeah, that sounds good, but we aren't ready. And I don't feel like it's necessary to push us to launch something just because we chose a date, I would much rather it be right. And sometimes that does mean taking our time. Sometimes that does mean um, like with the energetic resumes, I wasn't anticipating one that the personalization of each resume was going to take so long because they take like an hour each, <laughs> like a full hour each, even with like me having written all of that content beforehand, they take a really long time to put together. And um, I forget exactly where I was going with that, but yeah, like they take a lot of time to put together. And so when we had that pre-sale, it was, it was a lot really quickly and we all felt a little bit overwhelmed. And so we were able to push things back and we were able to, um, the coupon code, that's what we did. Yeah. We, we had, we'd set like, Hey, we're going to have all of these done by a certain time. And we were able to communicate to the audience like, okay, cool. These, we got way more of these than we thought we were going to. And it's going to take a lot longer to 
put these in place, but there was never this like, we have to have all of these done by a certain day, or there, there was never this like pressure of, well, there's a deadline. Like we're very flexible with deadlines and that's, that's good for me. And that's, I think it's also really supportive for all of you, but yeah, I really love how flexible we are. <laughs> I would say like, I'm the person who puts the majority of the um, energetic resumes together. And I, at first I definitely felt pressure. Like I've got to like sit down and do these. I also have three kids. It's hard sometimes to find time to work. And I just reached out and I was like, look, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling stressed about it. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able, I know I'm not going to be able to get it done in this amount of time. Um, and I feel like the team as a whole was very much so like, let's figure out a solution. Like we'll send a coupon code. Like, and Eden was very, very, very much in the mindset of let's do it right. Like we're going to do it right. So it might just take a little bit longer mm -hmm. and it has taken longer, but we're get the feedback we're getting is just amazing. The energetic resumes are just fire. So <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we took the time yeah. um, that we needed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, thinking about like the, the coaching blueprints that we did a couple of years ago, I did feel rushed when I was putting those together. And there was a lot of things where I was like, okay, I want to make one of these slides for every single one of these things, but like, how could I make one slide instead of like nine or something like that? And there was, I was looking to, um, like make it simple on the, the creative process. And I wasn't necessarily focusing on all of the information that I wanted to give. And so, yeah, piecing those together was so fun because it was, I, I had so many folders and so many, like so many books. <laughs> there was so much information that like my head hurt a couple of times. Um, but like we worked with the process and, you know, like I jumped in and I was helping to finish like the resumes that you were waiting for, like content for me to write on. I was like going in and editing those. And then we trained everyone on the team and we decided like, obviously moving forward before we open this up to like, just be an always available offer. We need more than one person who is focused on getting these done consistently. Because if we're doing, if we get like 60 a week, you don't have 60 hours a week to just be focusing on energy energetic resumes. There's other things that you, you like doing. And so, yeah, it showed us, you know, what we need to like, where's the opportunity for growth for us next? And how can we make sure that we're, um, operating in a way that's sustainable for us. And then also that's meeting the, the demands that we're receiving. So yeah, we learned so much throughout that entire process, like in the creative in the actual creative process, I feel like we were gaining clarity around like, oh yeah, this is what it's supposed to look like. This is what it gets to feel like. This is how like we all, I feel like we felt the energy of the entity that was the energetic resume. And I don't know if any of you have read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Okay. We've got one. It's one of my all-time favorite personal development books. And she talks about um, ideas like they're, they're something that are outside of you. And I really love this concept and it's something that I've worked with forever where I, I don't have an idea, I'm working with an idea. And so the idea for the energetic resume is I believe it was still the initial idea that came to me a couple of years or a year ago and wanted to be positions to profit. That just wasn't what that idea actually wanted to be. And so when I was creating it, there was this like 
I have to force this because it, it you didn't get that sensation of like, there's an entity here. There is like this thing, this offer. It wasn't like the energy just wasn't there. And with this, I felt like we all felt this energy and it was kind of this like, oh my gosh, there's this thing coming and it's coming together and we're seeing bits and pieces but I don't know what's happening, but it feels big and it feels like something's coming through. And then all of a sudden it was like, here's this thing. And it was nothing like I imagined. Like my initial goal going into that was to add a couple of slides and edit a couple of things in the offer we already had. (laughs) And so for it to just like take on life of its own, I think we all got such an amazing experience of like what it genuinely feels like to be a generator. And to be like birthing a creative project and like working with that energy because it it built, it built in momentum. And like now every time I open up Canva and look at the energetic resumes, I feel that presence of that idea and of that offer. And I'm so excited that like we, we did, we took the time to see where the idea wanted to go and you know, it took a little bit longer than we anticipated, but we rode, we rode my emotional wave. (laughs) on the whole process and we made the decisions and like we figured it out along the way but yeah it genuinely felt like there was like this this energetic entity coming through and I feel like now we all know like what we can tell if we're in alignment or not so much better because of this experience, because we have such a clear example of what it feels like when that idea is wanting to come through and when we're actually responding instead of forcing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say something really quick on that as well, because I think that that's one of the things that's different from the way that we approach marketing as well. I think from that point is that there's always like solutions for those like flex, like, like that whole thing of like, oh, we need more time for like energetic resume. Like, it's not like, okay, now we're going to force ourselves. It's like, no, how can we honor ourselves and honor the people that have bought and like how can we make this like a pleasant experience and I think that we do that for almost everything it's like mm-hmm. okay someone needs more time it's not like oh let's just put pressure on that person so they can finish it faster it's like how can we give it space and everyone involved can be like well like happy right like how yeah. can we how can everyone be happy about this and I think that that's also what happens even in marketing like we're like okay so like this is kind of how it wants to come through and like even with this launch how it just changed into like we were going to do this one plan and then other things came up and so we give it space <laughs> for it to be whatever it wants and then we accommodate mm-hmm. to whatever that thing is and we're like okay how can we make the best out of whatever this is and I think that is such a big magic <laughs> like from big magic like literally working with it yes oh I love that yeah um I had another thought that popped into my head while you were talking I'm really good at losing my train of thought these days so we'll see if it chugs back around um, I can share something while you're okay, thinking cool. yeah thank you <laughs> yeah I'll come in and save the silence it's all good <laughs> open throat my open throat win <laughs> um I wanted to say that um I think that this was like this whole launch is really a great example of like a sacral being following their sacral and that it's not there's this whole stereotype you know, with sacral beings, it's like, oh, you have this endless energy and you're just going to take action and take action and take action. It's like, well, actually that's just like corporate pouring in on like, this is how you should be taking a lot of action in order to get a lot of results. Right. And I really love that we're, we're really talking about 
a lot of different things in this entire journey of launching where it was like there was a fluidity of like okay we're taking right we're taking action we're taking action we're responding and then it was like oh like something would come up and then we give we give that space and it was like so interesting because it was a lot of there was like stopping and going like it wasn't this pedal to the metal stereotype of being a generator doing a lot of shit taking a lot of action like it was it was like it was breathing you know like mm-hmm. there was an inhales and exhales and there was movement and i think that that's the key to i mean for any type in human design to have a sustainable business is like understanding how your energy works you know like let's say if a manifester approached this they'd probably initiate the shit out of it and then they'd have like a team of generators for example that would finish it right or a projector they'd be really good at like overseeing everything but they're not going to be taking a ton of action like generators would be because that's just not how they're energetically designed Mm -hmm. and so I really think that that's the important thing to consider like people listening is that we are a team of generators right we are a team of sacred beings and I think this is just like such a beautiful example of what it looks like to push and pull naturally like I'm really feeling I have the 34 as well as you did and I can't remember if everyone else has it as well but that force energy the strength is that gift is really about going like with the rhythm like you're going with the strength of the pole of like the current you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's not about forcing things and then yeah we're going to be majestic majesty the city (laughs) of 34 (laughs) so that's like the essence of our team together so anyways that's what I wanted to share as I was listening to Ali oh I love that yeah that um also reminds me so we have three six two profiles Haley Kayla and I are all six, two profiles. And then Jess and Allie are both two fours. And so what you actually mentioned, which I'm, I love, and I didn't even realize. Um, so the breathing rhythm, that's very, very aligned with the line four body. And like, that's, if you're remembering, if you're reminding or connecting it to the gene keys, um, when you're talking about embodiment, that line four is about breathing and it's about rhythm. And so we've created this creative rhythm where it is that expand and contract, expand and contract. So it's very supportive for the two fours and the line two unconsciously, it deals with posture and like the flow of energy through your body. And so it's quite literally, we have in like the, the harmony that, really essentially, I mean, looking at those keynotes, I think it's in your purpose sphere. So yeah, this is like core stability for all of us feels like giving it the breathing room and um, like making sure that there's physically energy for genius to flow. Like I remember reading in the gene keys with the line two, it says genius can't flow through stooped posture. And so anytime I realize that I'm like hunched over or anything like that, um, but just tapping into the energy of the like energetic resume launches, it does feel like a deep breath, but it also feels like deep breath with really good posture. If that makes sense. Like there's a difference <laughs> between a deep breath where you're like, okay, I'm taking a deep breath and then deep breath when you are like aligned and your body is like in the correct positioning. So yeah, that's, that's beautiful that, like we're all tapping into that energy that connects us and like it creates that core stability, even though there's five of us, like we've, we've been able to create core stability for all of us. Um, and then I was going to say, I remembered what I was going to say when Ali was talking, I think that this is the difference between running on like a sacral authority versus a, an emotional authority. And so we give projects and ideas time to integrate and we give things like we are working on a lot of things behind the scenes before it ever goes live but we're thinking about it we're integrating it we're contemplating it and we're working on it 
And so it's a very patient process. We are a very patient team. And sometimes I feel like, like we move a little bit slowly, but that's not, not like slow in a bad way. I love, I love that we've allowed ourselves to slow down enough for the genius to actually come through and for us to be able to respond to things instead of just working in a trauma response. Um, but I think that there's a lot of like, say sometimes if a sacral authority is really aligned and they have that clarity, they can keep going for a period of time. And of course, if they're, that's only if they're also allowing themselves the rest they need to really recover, but they can just like, oh, idea, jump into it, idea, jump into it, idea, jump into it versus for us. Yeah. We have to allow things marinate to marinate. We have to allow things to kind of sit and we have to integrate it before we actually take action on it. And that's so aligned with, I love that you mentioned 34, since that's my conscious son, it's our branding. It's also Jess's conscious son. (laughs) And then you have that uh, channel in that integration circuitry. Haley also has the 3420. So three of us have the 3420. You also have 34. And then Allie has, oh yeah, it's your core wound. So it's like a big deal in your chart too. And then Allie is my emotional um, harmony. <laughs> she makes my unconscious wave conscious, but yeah, that, that force of sh- like that shadow of force is it's so strong and it's really easy to like want to force things to happen now, but that strength is actually recognizing like the best thing that we can do is not push ahead at this time. Like, yes, we could push through and we could probably make it work, but if we do have the strength to like stand still and hold back, we gain the strength that's actually necessary to take that next step. So I love that we're patient. I love that we give ideas time to marinate so that they can come through when they're really ready to come through and when they're ready to have that impact. And I think that that's something that like anyone in business can learn from is like really just tuning into the rhythm of like the rhythm of your ideas and the rhythm of your projects to see when they want to come through instead of creating from the energy of like, okay, I want to have a six-figure month, then I have to launch a program. How many spots do I have open for one-on-one? I guess I'm going to promote that. That's so in your head. And I think a lot of our, so much of our direction comes from like one, my emotional wave. (laughs) And then two, just like, it's very intuitively led of like, okay, cool. We're all just going to figure out the things. Like we all know what we need to be working on. We all kind of know what we're responsible for, but there's this very open line of communication to where, I mean, I know I've said it often, but I am so excited for the day when somebody comes to me and says, I've been managing this thing, or I've been taking care of this responsibility for a while, and I don't want to do it anymore. Because like, I want you guys to be telling me when you're not excited about things anymore. And part of like my process has always been or like a lot of the learning I've had to do is learning to let go of things and learning that it's okay to stop doing things, even though it once was exciting. And like, I think we've definitely like let some projects just kind of go to the back burner and see like we've put them off and we might come back to them at some point we might not but there's no expectation of we started this we have to finish it um I think that we're really good at letting only aligned offers come through is really is really what it is yeah we're very patient And I think that that takes such level of like nervous system regulation (laughs) in a place where that's not normal. Like, I mean, from a corp, I also have been in agencies, specifically agencies where like you're launching and it's like a, a shit show and it's like everything, there's a process and a whole thing. And I feel like 
while coming here and being able to really regulate on the fact that we can be patient, we don't have to go through on this if it doesn't feel good in our bodies. Like it's such a breather and it's something that it's not normal and it's not seen that much outside of we're like, yeah, we were like almost halfway through planning this, but now it doesn't feel like it's a good enough idea. And then we all feel okay. Like it's not on anybody. It's just like, okay, we're just going to let that one go and let, let it simmer over there until it figures out what it wants to do. And we'll just go over here. And I think that's so beautiful because it also like, like we don't have any pressure on it. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Any other comments? I feel like I've been talking a lot. <laughs> Give you guys an opportunity to share. Um, yeah, like if there's anything else that you guys just want to want to talk about or want to share or want to make sure that you express. I, invite I have you to a do question. So. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have a question for Haley because I feel like I, so last year, I mean, I've seen Eden's brand change a lot over the last like couple of years that I've known Eden, obviously Undefined Youth Center plays into it, but Haley, I would love for you to share like what it's like for you having an open G and then this like mystical, whimsical way of how you've created Eden's brand now, like it's also evolved. And I feel like this is something that would be really great for entrepreneurs to hear about because there's this whole thing about like, you need to be consistent with your branding and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like you've really been able to just create this like beautiful essence that represents like Eden's soul, essentially, <laughs> how good I think you are at doing this. And I would just love for you to share that because I feel like branding has also like evolved. And I've that if you ask me, like Kayla, was something that you've seen, you know, obviously, I don't remember that program that you launched last year, <laughs> but I do remember the shifting of the branding, which I think is a really cool thing to chat about too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so I, I didn't come on to Eden's team as like a brand expert or designer by any means, but through the conversations that Eden and I had, she was like, I feel like you can take this on. Like you have this open G, you can see the vision, like you can kind of tie things together and bring it all in. So I guess really for me, what helps me is the empowerment that I receive from not only Eden, but from the entire team together. And you know, we do a lot of healing exercises and stuff together as well, which really helps me tap into like the energy of what we want to portray through visuals and such. You know what I mean? I get really excited when I hear about, when I hear Eden just going on riffs basically about these programs that she wants and, you know, these things that she wants to talk about. So to be honest, I don't really have a creative process. It's messy and I try a bunch of different things, but I can see something in my head that kind of embodies the mastery that we are looking to achieve, you know? So gosh, I, I don't even think that that answered your question, but I don't know that I have a proper response for that. I don't really have a strategic way of, you know, um, expressing myself through the energy of intuition lifestyle of Eden's brand of, yeah, just this whole container. I think it's a, t it's a two line thing. Yeah. I was going to say it's that like, was the most, it's like so. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I love about our team as well. Actually, this was something I casually wanted to bring up was just like, because we all have a two, 
we are so good at seeing each other and like calling each other out and then be like this is why we just like gush over each other all the time because it's like oh my god I see this I see that and you're like you see that in me and it's just like we just like rip <laughs> on each other and it's so funny so yeah Haley that was perfect because that was like such a, a 6-2 thing for you to do that was so good <laughs> Yeah, that was the perfect 6-2 response with an open G center and gate 31 because yeah, like you, um, so I'll kind of walk you through like the decision of like how I chose, like why I pulled you into that position. So Haley actually started on the team as like with Pinterest. And so she was doing some Pinterest. She was like making some blog posts from like some of the content that I had. But then um, with Pinterest, there was also like, she was making all of these graphics and she was making all of these images. And I was like, Ooh, she's taking what's already there and she's really able to amplify it. And so looking at her chart, she has um, I was looking at, she has the 5432. So the channel of transformation, which is really about like taking things to the next level. And so I have 54 and it's my, it's a big deal for me in my chart because it's my pearl. And so I was like, okay, she's probably intuitively going to be able to like figure out which of my ideas is actually going to follow through, which are like maybe not worth um, pursuing. So she's got this, this awareness. She has the, we have a friendship channel of the 3420s. There's this harmony. She gets me. She sees my creative process. She has the 2343. So she makes, she sees things a certain way and she's able to make it very simple versus like, I'm, uh, this answer is a great example of like, oh, I'm going to answer this. And now it's a human design chart reading. Um, and so I elaborate on things <laughs> versus you simplify. And that simplification is really beautiful. But within the Pencha chart specifically, you have gate 31. And gate 31 is about oversight and influence. And it's essentially about like taking the vision and helping it actually get out there and help it having it like influence people. So with your open G center, you're able to pick up on whatever pieces of random identity I might be throwing out into the field. And then with that 31 specifically, you're able to communicate um, communicate like influence and leadership. So you can tell which pieces of my identity are going to be influential for people are going to empower them to take action. And so like, when I saw all of that in your chart, I was like, she's got a two line. She's got, she's resourceful. She could figure this out. I believe that she could figure out some branding and like, just play with it the way that I play with it. And you were absolutely able to do that. (laughs) Mm, I love that so much. And I think like what really came through, like when we had that initial conversation of stepping into this role for me was like, you're here to bring beauty and like create like beautiful things based on like the vision as a whole. And I don't know, it was really meaningful to me because I wanted to share earlier, but like, I feel like I was operating at like a 70% level, you know, prior to, and unconsciously, like I didn't mean to operate at only 70%, but now I feel like when I go in on something, I go all in on, on things, you know, because I just feel like I have like so much momentum behind me because of all of you and just what this team has given me. So yeah, it's just a really beautiful thing. And like a quote that keeps coming to mind, um, for me and this team is it's better for us to walk alone than go with the crowd that's going in the wrong direction. I might've butchered that quote and I can't even remember who that's from, but I really feel like that's what we do. You know, like 
what to what Kayla said with um, you know, we give space and we allow things to breathe and like you said, like marinate on ideas and things. It just it's just so authentic and it's so real. And I feel like we just use our geniuses so well. And yeah, it's just, it's a really beautiful team that you've created. And I just hope that others are able to kind of see what you're doing and, and follow suit and, and make things work for them in a way that is honoring themselves, their employees, their, you know, and their business as a whole. So yeah, I love you guys. Aww, I love you guys too. <laughs> Yeah, you're I love watching you guys all gain confidence in the positions that you're in. I think that it like one, it shows through like the work that you actually create, but it's it's also just like your energy and your presence on calls and um like your willingness to ask questions. I think that on the first couple of like team calls that we ever really had, it was it was like it was like stifling almost. I was like, ah, I have to be professional. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I have to be professional. And then I felt like, I felt like I wanted you guys to feel safe asking questions. And so, um, I think that we're definitely out of space where you guys are safe asking questions. And usually it's like when you guys ask questions or when you're confused on something, like I'm also confused on it. <laughs> like I also need clarity on it. Um, but yeah, we, we give each other time. And I think, you know, all of us, I know Kayla's mentioned it a couple of times where like, she's able to work really deeply for a couple of hours and then she doesn't have to show up. I'm the same way. And, you know, with like the energetic resumes, there would be, I think that I have like a two, three day, really, really deep focus. And then I need like three days off if I'm in a really deep focus energy. And so, I mean, with most of the time, it's like, I, I work like four or five days a week where I work like a couple hours, but if it's a full day, I really only have the energy for like three of those. And so with the energetic resumes, a previous version of me with my gate 40 conscious son, which would absolutely just force myself into exhaustion, I would have just pushed through and kept writing content. And I probably would have finished the energetic resumes like, I would say two weeks earlier than I actually finished them because I would have been forcing myself to get that content done. And there were a couple of moments where I'm like sitting at my computer, I've got my resources, like all of my textbooks out that I wanted to be referencing and the words are just not there. And so instead of like with the coaching blueprints, when I was putting those together, I would still sit at my desk and I would still try and make those words come through. And I would still piece together those sentences and like, yes, eventually I could get there. But when I would just, even though I'm like, okay, cool. I know all of these are supposed to be done. I'm supposed to have written all of this content already, but I need a nap and I need to go like not be here. <laughs> I can't even look at my desktop right now. I need to go just like read a book on the back couch or on, yeah, on the back patio. And I gave myself that even though like the pressure was there, people were waiting for these offers, but I knew what I needed. And as soon as I like came back, I don't know. I remember the day that I actually finished them, I came back and I was like, I have seven slides left. And then I just went through all seven slides and then I was done. And it was like, it, I think it happened in like 30 minutes versus if I had forced those slides to come through and forced that content to come through, it would have taken hours. So yeah, there's, there's space for us all to like genuinely and like within each of our individual positions, do what we need to do to make sure we're showing up for our work 
in alignment. And so like, if you're having a bad day, I mean, I just texted me the other day. She was like, Oh, is this correct? And I was like, I was already in bed and I'm like, I'm in bed. So I was like, yes, you're correct, but go the fuck to sleep. Like go to bed. And so like, I, I think that being able to care about like you as a human and also creating an environment where it's not just safe, but it's like, almost praised when you do take what you need and you do rest when you need and you are prioritizing yourself because the work will get done. And a core belief that I hold that all of us are affected by because I hold it so strongly is that the work gets done when it needs to. The work will get done. The things will get done. The projects will get finished. And there's no point in us pushing ourselves and stressing ourselves out just to have it done in poor quality two days earlier. Like that's grand scheme. It's just not worth it. So yeah, I think we do a great job of really respecting the work that we do and giving it the time and giving ourselves the time and space to get into the energy that's necessary to be creating. Yeah. That's my rant. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. I think we did a great job at, like, we've talked a lot about the energetic resume launch and how that process went. Um, Is there anything else that, like, before we just wrap up the episode that you really feel like you want to share, that you want to communicate to anyone who's listening? I'll just throw that invitation out there. I do want to share one thing that I really love about our team that I want the listeners to know is I think that what would make a really huge difference in like the workforce or on teams, whatever it is that you're leading is like trusting collaboration. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really been a powerful tool for us where, you know, yes, Eden is leading our team. Like she is the CEO and it's amazing how much she brings to us and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? And like leaves it on the table And then, you know, we process it, we talk about it and we make like a collective decision. And I feel like this is so powerful because that's eliminating these hierarchies and these like awkward conversations and these barriers around feeling empowered around asking questions. And so I think that this is really going to be like the next flavor of the new paradigm of work and creation and growing businesses and growing teams is like trusting collaboration, because I feel that a lot of people, especially those who, let's say, who are the CEO or who are in a leadership role, they think they have to take all the weight on their shoulders. And that's a very old traditional way of thinking. And that's like, that's shifting now, like we're leaving this. And so I just wanted to share that because I feel like that was another flavor of our conversation today. And I just wanted to to amplify that because I think that that's something that I've like really learned from being on the team in the last couple of months. And it's something that like allows me to breathe because there are times where things are brought to the table and it's like, oh, what do you think about this? And then I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to (laughs) respond? Like, I need to think about this. And then, you know, my open throat's like, I'm going to be so transparent, but I can't help myself. (laughs) And so it's just like creating this safe space. So I just wanted to share that because I think that that's a really good idea to just plant a seed into people's minds around trusting collaboration. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I, yeah, that's, I've started to bring things to you guys like way, way early and having you guys be informed of at least like the decisions that I'm feeling through has 
like taken a weight off of my shoulders. Like I, 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 I hope it's helpful for you guys as well. And I genuinely appreciate your feedback, but it also is just such a weight off of my shoulders, knowing that I've at least communicated something early that might be affecting you guys. But yeah, there was, um, like I forwarded something to the group the other day and I was like, Hey, this is something that's possibly happening. This is something I'm thinking about and something I'm entertaining. I want your feedback and I genuinely want your feedback because as an emotional authority with unconscious emotionality, I get sensations and I get feelings, but sometimes it's hard to tell if this is like, I'm resisting this because of like my own stories or I'm resisting it because it's a no for me. And so throwing it out to you guys, I get sacral responses immediately with like, this feels good. This does not feel good, which is amazing. And then I have Ali who has the, the same emotional wave as me, but conscious. So she's able to kind of bring in, and it's interesting because the sacral authorities are usually first and then Ali will come in a little bit later and she'll be like, okay, this is how I feel kind of to sum up what everyone else has said, but then it means that she's felt it through too. And then I'm able to get that feedback. And then it, it genuinely feels like we are making a decision and I'm able to take everything into consideration because with that tribal wave, it wants to take everything into consideration. And so I could either sit here and mentally try and figure out what I think would be best for every single one of you. And I would be projecting my own emotional experience on you guys. So it's this like false empathy weird contorted backwards emotional wave or I can say hey this is what I'm thinking about can I get your feedback you all give me your feedback and then I usually will say like okay I'm gonna sit on this for two or three days and I'm gonna see what comes through and so that feels it, in the beginning it felt so vulnerable and now it just feels like oh, I'm just like updating the team I don't even care like whatever I'm just gonna rant at them talk this out <laughs> see what comes through I don't even care um but yeah, like trusting the collaboration and also like, I know from like working with you guys and observing you guys and, you know, just being close to you guys, you're all really in alignment and you all hold alignment and you hold integrity with your own design and with your own work. And so if you're in alignment, like your intuition is something I can trust too. And like trusting you guys and trusting your intuition has, oh my gosh, it's just taken off so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> like needing to be that person to solve all of the problems and figure everything out and have all of the answers. And, you know, it's, it does show that like, yes, I'm playing a certain role as CEO, but there is no hierarchy. It's genuinely like, it feels like a circle and I, yes, I do my things, but I'm coming to the circle <laughs> to talk about the things that are happening in my little slice of pie over here. I don't know. Um <laughs> I but do yeah. love, um, I do love like collectively we, you do bring things to us, but like Kayla said, it does create such a safe space for us. We're never scared to be like, this just does not feel right. Especially for like me and Kayla, like, Oh, this just <laughs> doesn't feel right. Like I, I've never been, I've never been scared to say that. Like if I get like a sacral, like yes, or a sacral, no, I can say it like this this does not feel right to me mm -hmm. or like, yes, this feels great. But I've never like felt any like anxiety about like, Oh, this doesn't feel right, but I can't say it. It's like, no, this doesn't feel right. So I think that that you allow us to honor our sacred beings, which I love. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm so glad that you are all able to 
have a space to just like surrender to your design with your work. And as you explore, as you explore creating and, you know, whatever it is that you do on my team, (laughs) it, it changes and it flows all the time. But yeah, I'm just so grateful that we've created this together and I'm excited to hopefully this episode is inspirational to other teams out there and we can be very six line team and show you what's possible and be that inspiration and yeah thank you everybody for for being here and having this conversation with me it was absolutely amazing and I'm so excited for anyone listening to get to know the team get to know just the honest conversations that we have behind the scenes and hopefully this puts a voice or a face to the names that you might be seeing anywhere else on social media so thank you everyone for listening and I'll see you in the next episode